0: Recorded live. The letters of the Bible. Remember, we use a King James Version Bible, and we ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Jesus. As we do this study, in the Book of Romans, we're picking it up in verse 9. Chapter 9, verse 22 what if God, willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction, and that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy which he had afore prepared unto glory, even us whom he hath called, not of the Jews only, but also of the Gentiles? As he saith also in Hosea, I will call them my people, which were not my people, and her beloved, which was not beloved. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, Ye are not my people, there shall they be called the children of the living God. Isaiah also cried if concerning Israel, Though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, a remnant shall be saved. For he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness, because a short work will the Lord make upon the earth. And as Isaiah said before, except the Lord of Sabaoth had left us a seed, we had been as Sodom ma, and made, been made like unto Gomorrah. What shall we say then, that the Gentiles which followed not after righteousness have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness which is of faith? But Israel, which followed after the law of righteousness, hath not attained to the law of righteousness. Wherefore, because they sought it not by faith, but as it were by the works of the law, for they stumbled at the stumbling stone, as it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion, a stumbling stone and a rock of offense and whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed okay let's take a look at this letter of romans that paul wrote and again remember paul is talking to the gentiles romans in rome and he's explaining to them the difference between the children of promise and children of God. Israel is not the children of God. They are the children of promise. Flesh Israel, the descendants of Jacob, they are the children of promise. Okay, But sons of God, children of God, They are believers in Jesus Christ. And both Gentiles and Jews alike, at the time of Paul, Israel had been scattered. So what was left was basically the tribe of Judah. So Gentiles and Jews alike were made children of God, sons of God, by faith. So Paul is explaining the difference between the two and what's going on. And here, Paul is letting us know that God is patient, beginning back in verse 22. God is patient, so he allows those that are headed to the lake of fire to have a chance. God called both Jews and Gentiles that he could show his mercy, Paul. See, in order to be a believer in Jesus Christ, God has to invite you. And if he doesn't invite you, then you cannot believe. So, and again, uh, false doctrine says God invites everybody. Not true. The Bible doesn't say that. He chooses. Paul is saying God had Hosea prophesy about Gentiles being called by God and loved by God. You see, this was prophesied about because Paul is trying to explain to the Roman Gentiles that, guess what, God said this long ago. He had one of his prophets, Hosea, prophesy that one day... He would bring Gentiles into righteousness. He would bring them into the same place that he brought Israel and love them like he loved Israel. Now, I want us to look at Hosea. You understand, and as we go through the letters here, one of the things that Paul is very good at, and that of course is because of the Holy Spirit, is he knows the Old Testament. He's a Pharisee. Pharisees knew the Old Testament. He knows the prophecies of the Old Testament. And so he brings those up. And he shows us about the prophecies in the Old Testament that God is fulfilling at the time of Paul, you see. And he teaches us. Paul is teaching us that, You've got to be able to understand and hear what the Spirit of God is saying, and that you have to be able to look at a part of a verse or a verse, and you have to know that this particular part is what God is showing me right now. Okay, And so Hosea, chapter 2, Old Testament, verse 23, and it says... And I will sow her unto me in the earth, and I will have mercy upon her that I have not obtained mercy. And I will say to them which are not my people, Thou art my people. And they shall say, Thou art my God. So, you see, the children of promise are God's people. Understand? Was saying, Gentiles, Romans, you're not children of God. You're not descendants from Jacob. But God said back there in Hosea, he was talking about you. He was saying, one day, I'm going to be their God. They're going to know me, and they're going to believe. Okay? Paul is letting the Romans know of the day, back then, okay, this is written, of day, that God had them in mind when he had Hosea give a prophecy. And Paul continues here in Romans chapter 9. Gentiles are headed to the lake of fire, but because of the mercy of God, they became sons of God through Jesus Christ. Paul shows us another prophecy, this time in Isaiah, and it is about Israel. We learn that only a small number of Israel will believe. So you go forth, and you see here in verse um, 27, chapter 9, Isaiah, which of course is Isaiah, also crieth concerning Israel. So, Different prophets, different things, and verses. So we understand how to understand prophecy and the way it works. Isaiah also crieth concerning Israel, Though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, a remnant shall be saved or protected. For he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness, because a short work will the Lord make upon the earth. So you see, we learn that only a small number of Israel will believe, and Paul's talking about his day, okay? And there was a lot of people descended from Israel, the tribe of Judah. And I think there was some Benjamins in there, tribe of Benjamin a little bit, and, uh, and Levi. But basically that's it rest of Israel wasn't there, but there was a lot of them, you see, and it's saying here in Isaiah, Paul was is bringing this to our attention, that there's a whole bunch of Israel, descended from Jacob, in other words, there, where Paul was. but God is only going to invite a few, okay, only going to invite a few, Paul says God made sure that all Israel wasn't destroyed because of what they did. See, back then, before Paul's time, Israel could have all been destroyed because of what they did. But God brought them through to the point of Paul's time, which was Jesus' time. And so we, we still had Israel, okay? God had mercy on them, and a small number of called, were, all, we're Let's take an example. I want us to go to Acts. Okay, hold your place in Romans. I want us to go to Acts, and I want you to look at, first of all, okay, um, Acts chapter 2. And I want us to look at verse 5 first. Now, Acts chapter 2 is when Peter and the rest of the apostles had received the gift of the Holy Spirit to talk for God, to prophesy for God. And this is, we're showing you the remnant, okay? So, and they were dwelling At Jerusalem, Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. So this is the Jews, okay, that Peter is talking to. All right? And so it goes forth and it explains to us. And, of course, that means descended from Judah, that there are all kinds of people descended from Judah. They had gone into all these different countries. It goes in... And it explains about all of these. Now, this was the time of Passover, and I'm sorry, this was the time of the next feast, which is the feast of Pentecost. Um, We call it Pentecost, and they they have another name for it. But it was the next feast, and they were there for that feast. Because this was 50 days after Passover, so they were there for that feast. Because God required all males to go to Jerusalem uh, four times a year uh, to to have a feast. So you had all of these people, Jerusalem uh, Jews from descended from Israel, that were there, and they were listening to Peter. And verse 22 says, Ye men of Israel, hear these words. So Peter's talking to these men. So you're talking about thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people in Jerusalem. And they're listening to Peter. Okay. And what does it say? How many of them, does it say all of them believed? Because of course... Um, the, verse 37 sa- says, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So you understand that Peter is letting them know, you killed Christ. And they were like, meaning the Messiah. You killed the Messiah. And they say, well, what can we do? We didn't realize, you know. That's okay. Repent. All right. And what does it say in verse 41? Then they that gladly received his word were baptized in the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. So there was a whole lot more than 3,000 of Israel in Jerusalem on that feast and at that time. But only 3,000, small remnant of the people from all over the world that were descended from Jacob. Okay, so now we know. Let's go back to Romans that that's what Paul is talking about when he says, Isaiah also crieth, verse 27, concerning Israel, though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the seas, a remnant shall be saved. Verse 29, and as Isaiah said before, except the Lord of Sabaoth had left us a seed, we had been like Sodom and been like unto Gomorrah. So Paul's saying that God made sure that all of Israel wasn't destroyed because of what they did. God had mercy on them, and a small number believed. So Paul is letting the Gentiles know that, yes, a small number of of Israel actually did get invited and are a part of the body of Christ in our sons of God. Now, the next part of this um, chapter... It's talking about the Gentiles. So now, Paul's going to explain the difference between the Gentiles and Israel that doesn't believe, okay? Paul lets us know the Gentiles were made righteous because they believed in Jesus, not because they followed the law, okay? The ones that don't believe, they believe that they have to follow the law and that's going to make them righteous and it's not going to make you righteous because we're sinners. Paul is explaining the difference between how the Gentiles became sons of God and why Israel as a nation did not become sons of God. Israel tried to become righteous through the law and thought that was the only way so believing Jesus making a person righteous made them stumble. Okay? So, That's what he's saying here. Uh, 32, wherefore, because they sought it not by faith, but as it were by the works of the law, for they stumbled at the stumbling stone. So you understand that that's what Paul's talking about. They stumbled because they thought the law was it. But the prophecy had, had said, that, listen, there's something else going to happen, and that's what Paul's going to talk about next, the next verse. As it is written, behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and a rock of offense. Okay, that's the part that's in the Old Testament. Okay, and this is another thing, as you're reading the Bible, you have to understand that you can read one verse doesn't mean that whole verse is in the the reference of the Old Testament prophecy. The Old Testament prophecy is the first part here. So, don't be confused because you won't follow, you won't find the second part of this verse in the Old Testament prophecy because Paul's explaining it to the Holy Spirit. So, Paul explains about another prophecy and that belief in a person will take away your shame. So, the prophecy was, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and a rock of offense. So the Jews were offended because Jesus the Messiah was going to be the way to become sons of God. And not the law. So they wanted the law to be the way. And so they, it, it offended them. They didn't want that. Paul is talking about Isaiah's prophecy and if you believe who Jesus was and who sent him and why he was sent, then you have nothing to be ashamed of. Faith will make you righteous, not keeping Law, You see, and that's what Paul was showing to the Gentiles, the problem with his brothers. Because remember back here, Paul was saying he wishes that God would, he would trade his soul so that his brothers would believe, meaning Israel, would believe like he believes. And of course, God doesn't allow you to do that, but you see, that's Paul's heart. He loves his brethren. Of course he does. But he wants them to know the truth. He wants them to be a part of the sons of God, the body of Christ. But he's explaining to the Gentiles who are coming up against, meaning that they come face-to-face with Jews in Rome, and the Jews in Rome are trying to make them follow the law so that they can be close to God the only way you're close to God, the Jews believe. So Paul is explaining, they're coming to you and they're trying to get you to follow the law in order to be close to God. But the only way that you can be close to God and be a son of God is through Jesus Christ. Belief in Jesus Christ. Now, having said all that, understand that Paul is discussing and talking about becoming a believer and how one does that and how one doesn't do that which is follow the law. You can be as good as you want. You can follow the the Old Testament laws as much as you want to but you will never be perfect in God's eyes. So it doesn't matter how hard you try, you'll never make it through the law only you understand? So Paul is talking about that. But what he's not saying is that once you become a believer, you don't have to worry about doing what's right, following the law. He's not talking about rituals and sacrifices and all of that stuff that's been done away with, the Levitical priesthood, done away with, all of the things having to do with the temple, done away with. All of that has been um, Fulfilled in Jesus Christ. He fulfilled it all. So we don't have to do that anymore. And Paul is saying, is not saying that, hey, it's okay. Don't worry about the law. You're covered under the blood of Jesus and you don't have to do nothing. You don't have to worry about your sins or how many sins you commit. And see, that's the problem with the churches today. They don't understand. That's not what Paul was saying. He was saying to become a part of the kingdom of heaven, there is nothing you can do. Either you are or you aren't. Either you receive the invitation by God or you don't. But once you become a believer, guess what? As he told us here in Romans, he said, listen, once you become a believer, guess what? If you're following the flesh and doing flesh things, then even as a believer, you're going to be cast in the lake of fire. Sorry. And that completes our study. Romans chapter 9. The Jews were trying to get the Roman Gentile Christians to follow the law to become.